Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. Welcome. It is episode 311 of The Scope. It's been a long time. I think it's been about two months. What do you guys think of that? We're not doing a 311 tribute in this episode? Should we? uh, Nebraska's own? I'm going to be on the the cruise, you know, of course. There's a 311 cruise? Oh, yeah. Gosh, I could imagine that (laughs) being quite an event. They could play all their hit song. I had more than one. I know, I know. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been uh, before Christmas since we've convened. And, yeah, our, uh, our last technical go- gremlins are at an all-time high. Jared is on fire. I'm just letting everyone know right now. If he comes across a little cranky, um, that's the reason. Technical challenges are not his favorite thing, but he's going to sol- soldier on, is he I had, not? I had no gray in my beard prior to uh, firing up the Zoom session. And no gray all, at all. You were, just, you were pristine, sprouting, sprouting like wildfire. I don't know. Is wildfire sprout? Is that a crop? Is it a cash crop? <laughs> it might be in Ukraine so. these days. Adam actually got less gray as the technical challenges went on. It's sort of like he took all of his and put it over onto you. I'm watching uh, Elden Ring video. Other people play Elden Ring, so it, it uh, de-ages me, the right. stress yeah. that the, those people are feeling. Are I've these got a, uh, YouTube videos or live streams or combo? Just everything. I'm, as much Elden Ring content as I can possibly uh, absorb. Is there an Elden Ring uh, TikTok? Is that a thing? <laughs> I've never, I don't, uh, as, a, as a 40-something, I don't know what TikTok is, and I don't think I'm allowed to install it. Never. That, that is the correct response. Adam, I've got to ask you, I have never played Elden Ring. I've never played any of those. For people that don't know, Elden Ring is, is that like part of a series of very, very challenging video games that... Uh, people really seem to get off on in a weird way. I've never played any of those. Um, can you explain it to me in a little bit more detail and have you played them and are they worth the hype? Um, I haven't played all of them. I, I don't, I'll say as an adult with a child, um, the gaming time is, is at a premium. And I don't right. think that um, playing a game that's like, that's that you might not beat is, is necessarily something I want to do. Um, but yes, there are hard games, um, and I've played Bloodborne, which I, I hated. Um, it, it's like this gothic style. It's like it's just depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I played the Demon Souls PS5 remake, Demons Souls, uh, because for a while I think that was like the only <laughs> exclusive, you know, like actual right. PS5 game. Um, and it was a beautiful game. Um, I'm terrible at it because like, it's like a game like, uh, do you remember when, uh, what was that? Uh, N- Ninja Gaiden, like for the Xbox, like had a Shinobi Ninja Gaiden game. I think it was Ninja, it was, Ninja Gaiden. It was, it was probably it, that. And no one, like no one could beat it. Like I couldn't get past the first level, um, uh, because it was like a game that like rewarded, you know, timing, you know, um, uh, like parrying. <laughs> Who wants and, that? Yeah. $50 well spent. <laughs> yeah. Can't beat that first level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a game like you were supposed to be able to parry and counter and like, you know, read, uh, enemies moves and, you know, dodge and whatever. Um, 
So it's it's kind of that style of game, and I am either you know old and my reaction time is slow, or I've just never been able to manage it. Who knows? Right. But that doesn't mean you can't go on the internet and say like um, Demon Souls PS5 uh, easy mode, and in that game anyway, it was uh, you may you make a magic build, and uh, so I was able to beat that game. So I was like the first, the company's called From Software. So I, uh, it's the only From game that I beat. This one, though, it's an open world game and you, like, it's a, it's a RP, it's a role playing game. So you can, like, mm-hmm. level up and stuff. So I think to a certain degree, you can, like, over level the content to make it easier um, for you. Right. So, so, so is, it, is it true with this game? Like, you really can't pause and it's almost like there are these artificial barriers just to raise frustration levels. Yeah, you can't pause. I don't know if that's that big of a deal, though, because um, you don't have to be online. Sure. Um, so, yeah, this game also, you get invaded. You or can get invaded by randos on the internet, and they'll kill you. Um, <laughs> Sounds just, great. I love randos on the internet. And, and the thing about this game is, like, your the XP that you're building up that you're going to spend to level up, if you die, you lose it. Um and you can get it back if you go back to your corpse and, and pick it back up. But if you die on the way back, you lose it all. And there's like this there's this push pull of like, I'm getting farther into this cave, dungeon, whatever. And oh, I'm getting near the end of it. Look how much they're called. What are they? runes? Look how many runes I have. Should I just bail and go go away? And uh, anytime just you like go, go to the, the save put zones, it, you put it in my all treasure the monsters chest. respawn. Yeah. Um, so, or you keep going, and and great, you win or or you get killed, and uh, then you've lost all that experience. So, it's a frustrating it, thing. It does um, not sound like a game for me. Yeah. I, so, what I'll say is, um, in in the county I live in, the uh, the library gets gets PS5 Thank games. Um, so I reserved it before it came out. They got four copies, and I was number three on the list. So I got I, I got it right when it came in. So, so I have it, zero financial commitment, it's which hard. I feel like makes it better. Is it, It's actually hard to get physical copies of games still? No, no. This is just the library only like bought oh, four copies. okay. Sorry. Um, I, I, I and, you know, like the, the wait list is like 800 or I don't know, some ridiculous number. But I had the foresight to uh, to put my name on the list months ago. Good job. Yeah. So I have three weeks to play it and decide if I ever want to buy it in the future. Nice. I love your dedication. So this is part of a series of games? I guess no, I thought it was... Or, or, or a style of game. It's style. Yeah. The, okay. the from, from software, the, all their games are, are in the same manner. Um, okay. This one is like uh, written by George R.R. R. Martin. You know, so like instead of finishing the um, Game of Thrones books... Yeah. He's uh, writing stories for for yeah. video games. It's overly long that game, and then you also have to focus ninety five percent of your time on the locals' food choices, because apparently that's that's what all those uh, novels are. Oh. Game of Thrones. It's just tons of talking about food and and fabric food and types boiled and, leather and just all the world building you could ever yeah. want. And then you lose your runes, and then you die. Yeah, sounds about right. Wow. I, I, I'm going to say for, for free for a three week uh, trial period, I'd say it's worth it. Uh, hey, free <laughs> is free, baby. Yeah. If I spent seventy dollars on it right now, I'd, I'd be, 
annoyed because my backlog is full of games I could get, you know, when they're on sale. Right. Well, hey, guys, newsflash. COVID is over and war has begun. What a world. What a world. Jared, um, yeah. what do you think of all, th- all the stuff that's going on right now? Well, that's, um, that's just an open just, question, isn't just, it? Just I'm going to give you four hours to answer that question. I don't, I don't mean, can you narrow it down to a, yeah. a topic or two? Is COVID over? And uh, where do you think uh, the battle for Ukraine is going to go? So on the COVID front, COVID is not over. COVID will okay. never be over and we're going to be stuck with it. But um, I don't know if you listen to the uh, In the Bubble podcast. But I have on, listened to it. Yeah. On the most recent episode on Wednesday, um, Andy Slavitt had on a doctor. I forget his name, but. He sort of uh, equated it to the pandemic is over when we decide it's over in that there'll be there is a moment in time and we may have reached that moment where it just as a society where we're, there's no stomach left. There's no patience, no will left to continue to fight it and all uh, preventative measures will just sort of fade away and we'll just have to deal with it individually. Uh, he's, he sort of cited that that is what happened with the, uh, the flu pandemic in the early 20th century. Like after a couple of years, people were just done with it. And there were still plenty of, uh, of flare-ups uh, years afterwards, but pretty much all of the, the social restrictions and any sort of preventative uh, steps that uh, municipalities had taken to prevent the spread of it just went away. And uh, it was kind of left up to individuals to do what they will to, to get through it. And I think that's kind of where we're at. Like, I mean, it just, right. it is what it is. We just have to like watch the numbers, watch the hospitalizations, follow the, the guidelines best we can. If, if, you know, it's going to be most mask mandates have probably been lifted at this point. Um, vaccine mandates are, if they haven't been lifted, they've been challenged in the courts and, and defeated. Um, so it's, you know, if you want to get a vaccine, you can, but nobody's going to force you to anymore. Uh, most businesses have started their return to the office plans. Mine is going to announce it as of, this recording it'll be tomorrow um which means in 30 days they're going to start phasing people back into the office um i mean who knows what the world will look like in 30 days but i mean that's just kind of how it's going angela's employer is is doing the same thing so it's just we're transitioning to the next phase of this which is we've got vaccines in place that hopefully will help people prevent them prevent serious disease it's not going to prevent you from catching it unfortunately because we've passed that window uh, we've got therapeutics in place. We've got testing in place and it's just kind of back to the way it is. And yeah, that's where we're at with COVID. Right? So Adam, what is, what is your take on this? And in terms of what your behavior was before COVID, where is it right now? My, ta- my take is yeah the same as Jared's. It's, of course it uh, is. Of course it is. You're so, smart. You man. want me to be? You want me to be contrarian? <laughs> Please, Tucker. I want COVID you to is talk. COVID's fake. It never existed, and uh, you guys are a bunch of uh, libtard whiners. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. You know, we can deal with it at this point. Pro- I mean, well, we if things don't change, we can deal with it. Um, and yeah, whatever. It's manageable. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, you know, there's like still read- a specter of long COVID out there. We just don't know. There's not enough yeah. information yet to understand yeah. whether or not, if you get it, if they're what the 10 year prognosis is. It could be terrible. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, I did read some interesting stuff about like every year, 
X number or X percent of people that get the flu get like long flu also. Um, okay. And I don't know if like, you know, long, long coat, right. We don't know. Um, but I you know, thought that was interesting. Like that was never something you ever heard. Of. I'd never heard of, you know, long flu or whatever they used to sure. yeah, call it. Um, Perpetual flu. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, my, the thing I'm like, more intrigued about now is like i read all these things about how all the mrna um work that you know got pumped into all of these different uh, or all the money that got pumped in all these different mrna uh companies um is going to lead to a revolution in in health and and stuff like that um so that's cool. I, I mean, it seems like anytime you read a public health story, it's like um, in five to 10 years, uh, yeah. X, you know? We well, are going to cure cancer. It's right, right. there. But right. never quite gets there. But maybe right. this maybe this will provide the breakthrough that we need. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, the, and there is there's already promising work being done on HIV vaccine right. um, using mRNA technology. They've also mm-hmm. said that, you know, new, when as new strains of the COVID virus um come forth they can very quickly sequence that strain and start producing a vaccine within weeks so yep right that. and the same if people required. that wouldn't take it before still no, won't absolutely take it. just we're at a point where there's a there's a chunk of society that has been totally brainwashed into hating vaccines and not trusting them and they will never get the vaccine and right. there's nothing we can do about it we cannot change their mind we're never going to reach herd herd uh, uh immunity Full because cure, of that yeah. I mean, we'll get to it uh, regionally and we'll get to it for periods of time as people who are vaccinated uh, don't get sick or don't get very sick. And people who do catch it, who are unvaccinated and recover, will have a, you know, however long that natural um, immunity lasts. We'll get those periods of herd immunity that maybe help us bridge these things. I don't know. We don't know how it's going to play out, but it is what it is. We've done as much as we can as a society. I think we're in the 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 frozen state of the war where things are not going to change. Um, and it is, we're just how it is. Right. I, so I, how does, it's, it's becoming politically unpopular too. It just, I think if Democrats want to want to try to win in the midterms, um, just not having these culture battles on the ballot is more advantageous to them. So right. despite Jared, the fact that we want, think them, they want to win, well, there, there's, there is that, but I think they want to, but I think there's a lot of people who are in very tough districts. So right. who knows? So in terms of your behavior, Jared, your behavior, Adam, are you comfortable going to see movies? Are you comfortable going to restaurants? Um, how do you think uh, your mask wearing will go from here on out? Um, is it one of those things where we're still, sort of coming out of the haze, you know, and I'm sort of saying that voluntarily coming out of the haze and, uh, and those things are still sort of up for debate or, um, do you find yourself thinking that, Hey, maybe I can start doing some of these things or have you already started doing some of these things? Movie theaters. I think I would be comfortable going to, I'm not ready to spend a bunch of time in a restaurant or a bar. That's not, I'm not there yet. Uh, mask wearing, still doing it. I've noticed that a lot of people aren't. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. At some point, it'll, it'll be like, I've never found them to be that difficult to deal with right. personally. So it's really not that big a deal. But um, there's the societal piece of it too. It's like, at some point, it will start to feel like you're the outsider who is 
maybe not, you know, you, you could probably give it up. Um, and you maybe, you know, I don't know. It just feels like right. there'll be a taboo against it at some point. I don't yeah. feel like we're there yet, but at least it, not here, it but could it happen sooner than later. Right. Regionally there, you know, city by city that could be, that could vary. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Um, well, I'm back in the office, uh, oh. as of three weeks ago. Oh, so how's that been going? Um, it's been fine. I mean, so they sent, my company sent out numbers. So my comp, we have 97% vaccinated um i don't know we said or hr said that people that didn't get it would be let go before we returned to the office but then the all the legal stuff around the you know companies needing to mandate that seemed up in the air um so i don't know where that actually landed but the last company was the same way they they had the when the mandate was in place they're like you got to get vaccinated or they'll be you know this you'll be you might face termination and then the Supreme Court decision landed and the mandate went away. And then they were like, oh, never mind. Just kidding, yeah. everyone. I mean, mm, they yeah. could have personally decided to do that, like just enforce it on their own. But I don't think most companies that are interested in being competitive and retaining employees uh, are going to do that. So, yeah, Again, I don't know if my company is interested in retaining employees either, though. Um, <laughs> so, but I mean, I'd say... One per- okay, so anyway, that was the number ninety seven percent that was vaccinated, and then it was like eighty five percent vaccinated and, and boosted. Um, so it's like if there's like a safe work space to be in, uh, it's probably you know mine, or I feel comfortable anyway being there. Um, I'd say one percent of the people in the office are wearing masks. Um, and one percent, huh? I that, uh, so it's like four hundred employees. That'd be four, maybe three percent. Okay, so uh, it's a it's a very small number. Um, and I did for the first two days uh, talking to my wife and everything, just to, you know like her comfort levels and everything. And after that, I. I was talking to her about it and I was like, we already have, you know, exposures through, you know, for our son through daycare and everything. Um, that's, that's definitely the more dangerous vector for sure. Yeah. Or the more yeah. likely vector. Um, we have like, we're, they reconfigured all the desks at, at my office. So, you know, there's, there is a large amount of space between everyone. I was like, I, th- I think I'm just going to not wear the mask anymore. And she, she didn't, she was fine with that. Um, and so have yeah, they set I, up any uh, hotel cubes or hotel offices? That's the new term, by the way. Uh, no, because my company uh, has no uh, work from home uh, policy. Or well, they have a work from home policy, and that is you. There is no remote work from home um, at, at my company because I have a CEO that has very, I don't know, old ideas about how a workplace should be. How many people have been poached away to other companies because there is no? We have a uh, hundred people, literally one hundred people. There's a four hundred uh, person company. It was four fifty, I think, um, mm-hmm. and we're probably cl- at back close to four fifty now. Um, anyway, we had a hundred people leave uh, from March to February. So March twenty twenty to February twenty twenty two. So a quarter. Um, so that's a lot. That's and a lot of yeah, and a lot of them were development. Uh, they're you know uh, Q- QA uh, and devs and everything. We don't pay all that much, you know. Like we, yeah. pay, it's like okay, but it's not you know good. Um, and we have yeah, we have a we have a CEO who says no, we will not allow uh, remote work. You know, you can work from home uh, now and then or whatever, but you can't. Um, 
you can't be permanently remote. Yeah. And people You're not getting said, two or three days a week working from no, home. No. No. And it's like it's like everyone's getting calls from Facebook and Google and Amazon and they're all saying, "Yeah, we'll pay you pro- double probably what my company's currently paying and it's remote." And a lot of people are like, "All right, cool." Yep. Sounds good Let's to see. me. Smell you later. So I I, I don't know. <laughs> Wow, I don't know what our long-term uh, whatever's are. Just like the burn, numbers are burn there. Through so all the, you'll burn through all the junior developers who uh, need that first gig on their resume, <sighs> and then. Yep. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, young people. Uh, I was learning. Uh, I learned what POG means. I, I think I learned it. They're, they're explaining it to me. I still don't really understand it, but young people say POG now it means like cool. It's like it's like. Yeah, oh, cool. it's not not about how Elf is back in POG form. No. No. Okay. If I had made that uh, joke, now that I would have had to. Exp- I had makes a lot more sense. <laughs> You'd have to explain the Simpsons, Elf, and Pogs. And Pogs, yes, <laughs> all of them, and just the '90s in general, and right. Pogs being back, and then the character yeah. of Millhouse. It's yeah, yeah, it's too much. It's a lot. It makes, um, it makes me sad of- that Adam is talking about young people when I've always considered Adam to be the young person in our mm. group. Mm. So yeah, apparently, anymore. we're like we're like grandparents, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Tony, I got I got bad ankles and my, my fingers are stiff and sore. Yep, old. Oh We're God. old now. Well, this has turned into a very positive conversation. We haven't even talked about the war. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to skip that. I think uh, I think we're going to have to table some of these uh, these opening segment conversations for next week, and let's get on to a little bit more of uh, an enjoyable topic. Got a brand new scope bit coming up where we have to make the ultimate decisions on some very important pop culture items. Uh, I will say no more until we get into it. We've got uh, coming soon. We love that. Adam breaks down all of the pop culture stuff. And it's all pog from what I understand. <laughs> See how I use that there, Adam? Yeah. I, I Just to be clear, I don't know if you use it correctly. Uh, <laughs> I don't either. I felt like an idiot saying it. Uh, but it's great to be back. Uh, it's been two plus months. It's a new year. It's a new scope. Same old host. So we'll be back in just a minute with more of episode 311 right after this. I don't have any fader control, so I'm just going to stop it. Hey, folks, this is the Patreon plug that we always do. You want to support the show? Consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the scope show. I know, I know. Usually there's a music bed here. Just deal with it. I'm just talking now. You can pledge as little as a dollar per episode. You know what's nice, though? I don't have to worry about when the muse is going to run out. I can vamp as long as I want to. That's the fun part of this. You can set a monthly cap. You can cancel anytime. In fact, I should probably rewrite this sentence because I don't think those, I don't get Patreon functions that way anymore. $1 an episode. I know that much. Monthly cap, not so much. Don't know. Going to have to brush up on Patreon. Patreon helps you support creators directly, and your support means we can continue to make this show for you on a semi-regular basis. You know, we took a couple months off. It's the holidays. It's cold. We dealt with it. COVID was a thing still a thing. Maybe. I don't know. You, you listen to the A Block. Is it a thing? Chime in. Let us know. You can visit patreon.com slash the scope show for more information where we will help you uh, entertain yourself during these dark, dark times. It's not just COVID that's out there, folks. There's a lot of terrible things in the world. You know, it's not terrible, though. That small monthly contribution you can give to the scope. Again, I have no music. I have no internal timer to tell me when to stop. I could go on forever and ever. And I could just look at Adam drinking a cocktail with, does he have the special round ice? Is that what I'm seeing? 
Look at that. Is it Death Star or just a sphere? Nah, just a just a just a sphere. See, I got Adam in on the plug now. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the scope show for more information. Where is the button I want to hit? Here it is. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 311 of the scope. Jared, Adam, and Shane in the house. That's me. This is one of those old clips that I built the ramp into it. I and love I fade it, Jared. It, out. it just goes down. We call that just, ducking. I just hit my microphone for the yeah, terrible at mic home. technique. The people listening only. I love it. Perfect right. ending. I'm going to let it fade. On today's show, brand new bit, brand, brand new segment. I'm calling it, it's a play on words. Uh, the youngsters that you work with, Adam, are not going to know this, but... Uh, I'm calling it Scopey's Choice. You get mm. it? So have you ever been faced with an impossible choice? Our new game, like I said, <laughs> thank you. It's called Scopey's Choice, loosely based on the fictional, it's a fictional movie, by the way, Jared. Meryl Streep movie, Sophie's Choice, came out in 82. But ours I've never seen that movie. I've, I've only, I've I only, only seen the I clip. know the title as in, in pop culture as, or in society as it's meant to like connote, but I don't really know what the movie's right. about. Well, Can you explain it to me in thirty sure, words or less? It, it, here, wait. It's the Go original. Ahead, it's the original. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh, it, is it? It sort of is, except you're dealing with World War II and Nazis. Is that what Sophie's Choice is about? Yeah. So I Sophie, feel like I should probably see it then, because I'm a big yeah. history guy. Yeah. Well, it's it's fictional, but the 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 story is is that a woman who you know Shane, is, how dare you? World War II and the Holocaust happened. It's not fictional. Oh my God! Here we go again, denying it. Here denying we go it, again. I mean, you caught me in a trap. Essentially, uh, Sophie's got two children, mm-hmm. and she has to pick one to live and one to die. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one stays stays with her, one has, is taken away and off to mm-hmm. a concentration camp. Okay. So it's the ultimate choice. And uh, obviously, it's not a really happy film. No. You know, you're, it's not a laugh riot. It's not a cable guy. It's not a Talladega Nights. Oh, it's serious, Jared. It's been a while since I've seen Talladega Nights. It's not a Blues Brothers. It's not anything like that. It's serious business. Not available on any streaming service, except that so, you want to pay for it, which I don't. I just want to Jared does it. not want to pay for it. Adam, that's got to be a, a highlight of your collection, right? You have that Sophie's Choice movie. Yeah, uh, the director's cut. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, it all. It's pretty good, yeah. He's got the it all. The one where they insert a laugh track. It's not It's not yeah. appropriate, but... No, it's know. strange, and it's... It's also strange that in 1982, your mom took you to that movie as a two-year-old, and it sort yes. of shaped your entire world view. Yeah. I thought for the longest time, The Princess Bride was the first movie she ever took me to, and it turns out it was way off. <laughs> turns out it was Sophie's Choice. Your mom has very bad, very bad parental judgment, but she's a huge street fan. I what think do you it want? was like, I think it was an implied threat. Like, right. she's like, hey, I'm going to have another kid, and then this is going to be you guys. So <laughs> It could be. I'm you're, laughing like you're Tom both going to have to win my love because at some point I'm going to make a choice. Yep. What? <laughs> well, we don't have to make that hard of a choice today. Okay, but good. I am going to ask the hard hitting question: Which of the uh, from a list of three classic cartoons mm. uh, does one hit the road? And I've uh, I've done my homework. I've picked three cartoons that I'm hope I'm hopeful will be meaningful to each of you and to myself. And then we've got a map, sort of like a the grand finale of cartoons where we'll all make a decision together. And on the fly, I have a special category, not related to cartoons that we're going to tackle. 
just because I think it's very apropos um, for this episode. Jeez, just big words, big words he's throwing. I know. I'm going big. Oh. So, Jared, I'm going to start with you. Oh, okay. I've got three cartoons that you may have watched as a child. And mm-hmm. obviously, all of these are going to be 80s and 90s. One of these I know to be one of your favorites. So, you're probably going to save this one, but the other okay. two we're going to have to see. Okay. So, I'm giving you Thundercats, Silverhawks, and Jason the Wheeled Warriors. And why don't you explain, you know, give a quick summary of, of each of those as you're sort of working through your thought process. What am I doing now? Now you're picking the one cartoon <laughs> to go. You're putting, you're okay, setting, so you're setting one to, on that train. Two to get, get to stay. One get gets to, to stay, go. One gets to go. I didn't want to do a either or. I wanted to make it a little bit more complicated. So we got Thundercats, Silverhawks, Jason the right. Wheeled Warriors. And okay. you've talked yep. about Jason the Wheeled Warriors being one of your childhood jams. So I'm assuming Jace gets to stay, but I don't know. Talk me through it, would you? So, uh, so I think I think Thundercats is the easy one to stay. Thundercats has I don't even know was it one season, two seasons? I know that it was, like, it, it was two seasons, two seasons, long See, I mean, seasons. Though. Children's cartoons are they're long seasons, and yeah. you never know if they're one season or if they would you just watch them for an entire year and it was nothing but new episodes, which right, which is crazy to me. But um, yeah, I think I enjoyed Thundercats quite a bit. Um, and that was at, that at show was like essentially what? What was that show? Space, space, uh, five space cats, cats fighting space from another from from a, a cat planet or <laughs> I don't remember they're traveling somewhere and then uh, they crash land on another planet and they're being chased by uh, frog people mutants and a mutants. big a big zombie creature big called zombie. Mumra well Mumra was on the planet they crashed yeah. on they like like the bad guys the bad mutants like somehow disturbed this mummy guy and brought him back to life right somehow. and this mummy guy wants the cat dead the cat's dead and he wants their special sword. Yeah, I was. So never I mean, it's, quite, it's, it's, it's a just it's a problem power. we all face in life. I mean, it's a common thing. Yes, um, it's like me, it's like when I'm at the state fair and I need a pronto pup. I'm very, pretty much Mumra on the hunt. <laughs> if you've never heard, seen the show before and you're hearing the description and you didn't know they're anthropomorphized uh, and you're just oh like yeah, there's that. <laughs> they're just they're just five space cats, like nine nine, nine cats. Uh, no. Five of them. That would be interesting. No, these are yeah anthropomorphic cats. Yeah. There's Lion-O, there's uh, Pumra, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tigra. Tigra, Chitara, Wily Kit, Wily Cat, and right. then they had their little uh, their little demon thing, Snarf. Their Snarf. Orko. Their yeah, their Orko. And then yeah. and then into the second. Was this season, a filmation they... thing or was this Deek? I forget. Uh does it matter? It was, We're talking it was, an awful lot about that. It was Rankin Bass. Rankin Bass, sure. Um, Thundercats has been revived a couple times, uh, in the subsequent decades. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I watched the, was it Cartoon Network that had it? Or yep. was it sci-fi? I forget. Had like a season, season and a half that I thought was really good, but it didn't, I think it was it got Cartoon canceled. Network. It didn't last. Uh, there was a, uh, a, a more younger styled one that was yeah. on Netflix, I think that I never bothered to watch cause it didn't interest me. Uh, but I overall, I do I did like the idea of, of Thundercats. I watched it quite a bit. Uh, in the same vein, you have Silverhawks, which are, I believe, warriors from Earth who were somehow clad in silver bird armor. <laughs> Another I thing we exact, can all relate to. I forget the exact origin, but there's like five of them, and they all fly around in a special hawk ship um, piloted by a uh, space bird with an electric guitar. And they all had their own hawk, right? They all had their right, own special or, uh, hawk. Was there just one hawk? No, I think they all had their own. Maybe they hawk. all had their own ones. 
I think one of them was called Tally Hawk or something, something like that. I think I you're know. right about that. I think you're right about that. <laughs> Tally um, Hawk. What? I remember watching this and liking it, but it's not something I necessarily maybe had a super fondness for. Uh, it, Jason, go ahead. I was going to say, keep in mind that Silverhawks was done by the same company that did Thundercats. It oh, was sure. like the, it was like a sequel, not a sequel, but it was like, hey, we we're riding this Thundercats train. Right. It's got to work. It's got to work for space birds too. You like anthropomorphic <laughs> uh, cats? Well, we got anthropomorphic sort of birds. They're not actually birds. They're just humans, but with bird armor. And yeah, yeah, yeah kids will like it. We'll sell toys. It's awesome. Right. Uh, it, and then you've got Jason the Wheeled Warriors. This is. I'm not sure the origins of this, but <laughs> how do you explain this one? That's like plant cars. <laughs> so there's there's Jace, who's very much a Luke Skywalker type. I, there's a lot of like Star Wars ideas in this. There's 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 the young boy on uh, you know the hero's quest uh, who's lost his father. You've got the uh, the wizard character. You've got the uh, Han Solo type, who's the devil may care rogue in his spaceship. Uh, you've got like these Star Wars tropes, right? And they, uh, I forget the origins of these. I think maybe Jace's dad maybe developed them, but they've got these vehicles. Like there's like five or six vehicles. Every character has their own metal vehicle and it's like a four-wheeled vehicle that has some sort of special weapon attachment to it, right? Attachment. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> attachment. <laughs> and then on the on the bad guys, you've got, uh, crap, what are they called? Do you remember what they're called? They're, they're um, plants. Plants well, the and good- weeds. The good guys were called the Lightning League. Lightning League, that's it. The bad guys were called. Oh, I'm trying to think of. The uh, opening I had a very credits. specific name, and I forgot. Right, what yeah. It was. Anyway, um, they uh, they're basically plants that plant creatures that then morphed into plant vehicles. I'm not exactly sure how that those mechanics worked. Um, the, they're uh, called the Monster Minds. Monster Minds. Yep, that's it. Monster Minds. Um, so it, it's kind of similar to Thundercats, and I don't yeah. remember what the bad guys on the uh, uh, Silverhawks were, but it's you've got you know humans with clean metal vehicles, and you've got the gross mutant plant things, and then then they were they're probably questing for something. I forget what it is, and they would battle, of course, and they'd have you know it, it was fun. Um, yeah. I thought the vehicles are really cool, yeah. and I you know I sort of vibed with the whole Star Wars. Right. Star Wars-esque type of characters, archetypes that we were dealing with. So uh, I think for me, the Scopey's choice. <laughs> I'm sending Silverhawks to the Blazing Silver Fires. Hawks. The Blazing Fires of Elden Ring? Is that a thing? I don't can know. you play some sad, some sort of music or a buzzer for Silverhawks? I can do... Bye, Silverhawks. Sorry, we spent a lot of time talking about that one, but, you know. Well, I think your analysis is beautiful. Adam... <laughs> I think Adam is sad. He's sort of hunched over. I, I Thank think you, I Jared. My, I think I hear my child uh, still awake at eight fifteen. So. Oh no, that's bad. Well, I can I can take the next round if you need to get up and leave. Oh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm off. He I'm never off, takes, off he clock. never takes care. He never takes care of it's, that. Uh, it's yeah in the morning Obviously. that I'm uh, that your I'm, morning guy. Well, Adam, I'm going to let you since I'm going to do these in sort of. Uh, chronological order in terms of when they were released i'm going to take the next set um and here are my choices and this is truly a difficult decision for me we're going to start with one of my favorite toy line cart toy lines from a cartoon ever we're doing mask and we've talked about mask mask Mm -hmm. is mobile armored strike command it's essentially transformers but instead of it robots it's vehicles that turn into other vehicles and the pilots of those vehicles have 
masks with superpowers that allow them to do some crazy things. Um, not Jap- man with a K. With a K. <laughs> Uh, the second cartoon I'm going to be picking is Voltron. Oh. Now, Voltron, Ooh. even people that don't know 80s cartoons Ooh. very well would know what Voltron is. It is uh, an, a Japanese anime that was brought over. It actually, it was two different Japanese anime that were brought over, merged into one mega cartoon. But essentially, it is the Voltron that people know is there are these five robot lions piloted by space cateers and these five. Space cateers. <laughs> <laughs> These five lions will merge into one giant robot called Voltron, and then mm-hmm. they will fight giant monsters and eventually slice them down with their blazing sword. Revived several times, most notably yep. recently on Netflix in a yep. seven or eight season long series. I mean, their seasons are much shorter, but yeah. I would say that probably out of all of the cartoons that we've talked about so far, that Voltron maybe is this, the one that sort of had the most legs and it's been referenced in music it's 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 constantly referenced like in family guy and all these other right. shows it's and it's never really went away actually uh, so, this will be the one you're axing but go ahead and then finally the the one this next one is going to be even more difficult for me to talk about because it's robotech which is my mm. favorite cartoon of all time it's another it's got some parallels with voltron because it is another series that was brought over from japan it was three different animes brought together, rewritten, put into a big mega story. And essentially it's uh, a giant alien spaceship crash lands on earth. Uh, Earth, the earth people unite, rebuild this ship and take the technology to create uh, these really cool transforming planes that turn into robots, knowing that the, the alien ship, the people that originally owned that alien ship are coming to get it. And there's going to be a lot of war and a lot of craziness of, Robotech is known for being pretty serious. The subject, the subject matter that uh, the original anime that it was uh, created from had a lot of heavy themes, like it showed, you know, death and war and consequence, whereas most cartoons in the 80s did not. So it resonated differently. Um, Unfortunately, it never really went beyond those three shows that were brought together. It was it was a flash in the pan, although people like me have still still love it. And, uh, you know, we'll still buy a toy or a comic book related to it. But that was probably my all-time favorite cartoon growing up. So immediately I have to say that Robotech gets the pass just because it was so different uh, in terms of what an 80s cartoon was. So that leaves Mask and Voltron. Mask, my favorite, my favorite toy line. It was done by Kenner. Mm -hmm. And it was... The, the action figures were smaller than Star Wars. Uh, so you could have these tiny, like, two-and-a-half-inch action figures that would fit into these vehicles that were not terribly big, but really reflected what you saw in the cartoon. The cartoon itself was sort of stupid. I mean, <laughs> I mean it was not great. What uh, was the boys you, and the robot? Scott and T-Bob. Yeah, T-Bob. They, they sort of had their their Oracle was Scott and T-Bob. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were, Scott was the son of the main character, T-Bob was a robot, a really goofy robot that was sort of a mix between R2-D2 and C-3PO. And he turned into a robot, turned from a robot into a scooter. And, of course, Scott and T-Bob would get into all sorts of trouble when the mask guys were fighting the bad guys and they had to be rescued. And then we have Voltron. We have Voltron, which, as we said, is is sort of ubiquitous with the five indi- or different five individual vehicles that come together to 
create a giant uh, a giant fighting machine. Really, really cool, and it it kind of kicked off the the anime explosion of the eighties. Uh, there were things before that, but I think it all sort of started in in earnest when when Voltron came around. <sighs> so sadly, since we're talking cartoons and not toys, I think on my side, Mask has to go. That is my Scopey's choice. Goodbye, Mask. Jared, that's that's the right choice. Booted it. Thank you I very much. Tell you, you've, you've reminded me that I yeah. um I I've never seen the entirety of Robotech, and a few years back I did start running through because I think. At least at the time it was all on Netflix. I'm not sure yeah. it still is. It's gone um, now. But yeah. I is it? Yep. Dang it. I was still like 15 episodes short of finishing the, the third series of it. So. But you kind of liked it, right? I mean, for yeah, for I just games. like it was a lot. Yeah. Like I for, thought the first the first series is great. The the second series is like what's going on? Yeah, it's sort and of weird. You just have to get through it, and the third one was like very different because yeah. it's like I a love bunch the, of, yeah, it's I love of, like the rebel like out you know people yeah. on Earth who are uh, yeah yeah insurgent. Well, Robotech was weird because you know you, the it was three different series, and after the first series was done, the second series comes, and there's nobody from the first series. They're all gone, and it literally there's no, I mean there's sort of a transition, but it's back. I remember it being a kid in 1985. It was really confusing. Like, hey, where's Rick Hunter? Where's Minmay? They're all gone, and now you've got these other people. And then the, the show does it again with the third series. I mean, they may reference some of these characters, but it's all different. So. So it takes a little bit of time to get used to. But at the same time, it was sort of complex and, and interest, interesting, and it had a continuing story that pretty much went all the way through, which was unusual for cartoons of the time. Yeah. Adam, so no. I, I'm I have hoping... a guess. Hold on. First, I'm going okay. to guess the three that you picked for me. Okay. 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 I thought really hard about this, so I'm really okay. curious to hear what you say. What are, what are what do you think the picks are? Okay. This is hard. hard these, these are hard, but... I was not paying attention to either of you guys, and I was just trying to come up with these. <laughs> That's fair. All That's right, fair. so first. Yes. This one I'm sure you did. The real Ghostbusters. That is true. That is on my list. Yes. Is it, really? <laughs> it really is on my list, yes. Um, these are all jokes. Um, <laughs> the Snorks. No, Snorks no. are not there. Dang. And uh, the short-lived Beetlejuice cartoon. <laughs> no, I would not. Ah, I okay. tried to stick to classics, but the real Ghostbusters, that seems to be a show that People still talk about really people love Ghostbusters and I pick shows that were a little bit older because you are, you know, six years younger than us. So um, you're probably not going to remember when some of these cartoons were on TV, but real Ghostbusters late 80s. So I figured you would know that uh, the second thing that I'm picking is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I feel like you definitely probably played with those toys as a kid and watched that cartoon. And then the third is the first Disney afternoon program DuckTales. Oh. I figured that would be a show that you would watch as well. Interesting choices. So, so yeah, late '80s, early '90s. I hope I, I hope I did you right, Adam. Yeah, talk me yeah. talk me through these shows and uh, kick one to the curb. Yeah, these are good picks. Um, Thank you. So, let's see. Uh, you went with Real Ghostbusters first. So right. the Real Ghostbusters. My my recollect. I mean, I guess I what my recollection is that this was a Saturday morning cartoon, but that maybe is not true. But it was like it, uh, it was both. It started as a Saturday morning okay. ABC show, then okay. eventually it sort of went into syndication, and you could you could watch it both syndicated and on ABC. Okay, I did research uh, for this. <laughs> a lot yeah. of research. Um, yeah, and you watched Toy Galaxy uh, a lot? always, Jared. Always <laughs> the um, it, you know it was. 
an extension of the Ghostbusters. I'm trying to remember how much I liked the Ghostbusters, the movie, yeah. um, as a, as a kid. Um, I'm sure I liked it. Uh, you know, I'm sure as a kid, I was like, oh, cool, the giant um, uh, marshmallow guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you would. I think you would have been four when it came out. I think Ghostbusters right, was '84. Right. So, but we had HBO basically right. my yeah. entire like you know eight and up time frame. Yeah. So, and my mom didn't ever pay attention to what I was watching. Yeah. So, parents um, were so good back then. Yeah. Um, so, and I did see uh, Ghostbusters two in the movie theater, um, but I probably saw that one more. Anyway, you know, Slimer's in it. And yeah. he's a good guy. That's like the where I guess the origin of Slimer as a good guy comes yeah. from. Um, there was a toy line. The toys are kind of cool. Egon had a cool like uh, hairdo. Yeah. Yeah, he it's did crazy it. Hair. Um, Very cartoonified versions of the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. The um, the name I I always was confused about it as a kid, uh, and then later learned that it's because there was another cartoon called ghost Bus- ghost space busters or whatever so they had a, we, we they may had... have talked about that on the show oh, okay yep um so it's it's like basically they set the precedent that then donald trump followed uh, by putting real in front yes. of your name yeah. and people know oh it's actually the real one obviously um it's just funny because it's like ostensibly a children's program that they had to clarify the the name on there um so yeah, that was the real Ghostbusters. I, I remember watching it. Um, I don't know how strong my affinity for it was, though. Mm. I'm gonna be honest with you. He's, he's tipping his hand already, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, so it a bit. you said uh, TMNT next. Yes. Um, yeah. So I watched that show uh, exclusively. It was my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that one, you're you've seen it so much, you don't even need to say uh, it. Yeah. I mean, it's like. That was an after-school show. Maybe it was it was a Saturday show too. But I remember yeah. coming. It was home from both school. too. That was okay. another show that started syndicated and then eventually was on Saturday mornings. Well. That's right. Yeah, it was like Fox. Uh, one of the they're like their morning thing. Maybe that it probably that probably happened maybe as I was getting out of it. But yeah, um, yeah, that was that was a show that spoke to me. You know, I mean, obviously I'm a, a RAF guy. I'm sure you guys. You could have picked that out. Um, <laughs> so so gr- gruff and rough around the edges. Yeah. Well, cartoon Raph, not uh, first movie Raph, who's like emo more than, more yeah. than oh, he's uh, great. sarcastic. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the 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 ability for them to make so many villains on that show, um, I thought was just the coolest thing because it was like felt like every week there was a new one. I'm sure in reality it was like just Baxter Stockman, a lot of Baxter Stockman and, uh, you know, occasionally the rat King, uh, right. and then, you know, I Krang and, and, uh, big body Krang. Um, but then it's like, you had all the arcade games, you know, that, uh, yeah. supported it, the awful NES game, uh, you know, with that, that one level that, that no one beat, right. uh, the, the water level. Um, yeah. Oh, and then the toys. So I didn't have uh, the pizza, the, the van that shot pizzas, but one of my friends did. Mm. Um, and that was like one of those where it's like the very first time I played with him with it. After he'd had it for a day, it, all the pizzas were gone. Like, uh, you know, they, they, did they ever sell refill under. pizzas. <laughs> they probably, yeah. The, the, they missed the, an opportunity if they, if they didn't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really like that show. Um, and then DuckTales. So DuckTales, I'd say, is the show um that i watched the disney afternoon um now the disney afternoon in my town was uh gummy bears 
mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers, DuckTales, and then Darkwing Duck, maybe, right. at the beginning. And of those, I'd say uh, DuckTales was easily my, my favorite. Once Tailspin got in there, maybe it switched Uh-oh. over to Tailspin. Yeah. It's a classic. But um, yeah, I really, I really like DuckTales. Um, I don't, but I don't like, what did I like about it? I don't know. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, they had colors that I couldn't see. So He's like, they're all green. They, yeah. Every single one of those ducks have green outfits Why on. are there three of the same duck? Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. They didn't have hats with letters on them or anything. That was a um, very confusing cartoon for you. Yeah, very. It was very <laughs> trippy and sort of scary. Yeah. Three green ducks. Uh, it's like twin magic when they do that in uh, in wrestling. You know, when they switch, they get... But these guys have triplet magic. It's even better. Mm. Um <laughs> Let's see. So the thing that sticks out to me the most is not the cartoon. Well, I guess it is, but the NES game uh, where you play Scrooge and you bounce on your pogo stick. And that was a great game. Maybe the best licensed game of all time. They had a great movie, too. Uh, They did have a really good movie. Yes. What was that movie called? DuckTales movie? DuckTales the movie. I don't know. (laughs) Let's look it up. It's funny. As you said it, I was like, yeah, they go around the world. And I'm like, no, that's the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. So now I don't know what uh, the plot is of that movie. I mean, they probably go around the world, right? It was was called DuckTales and the Treasure of the Lost Lamp. They were looking for a genie lamp. A genie. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Yeah, I like that. uh, I like that show. And then this is also the show. Can I interrupt for a second, Adam? All of those Disney afternoon games on the NES those, those were highlights for the system. The yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers was a great one, and people remember those fondly. I'm sure they probably go for a pretty penny, especially yeah. complete right now. That's also back in the day where, like, uh, Genesis, well, I guess Master System doesn't really count in the U.S., but anyway, like, SNES and Genesis games of the same, you know, the same game were completely different. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's a wild time. Um I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. D- DuckTales. I wish that I could have gotten into the, the recent, recent-ish reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know what that's on, but uh, Netflix like the or something. Disney Kids or whatever. Yeah. The one that da- yeah. uh, uh, Danny Pudi uh, does a voice for. Yeah. Um, this one's got Donald Duck, like features Donald Duck heavily. And, and yeah. It's a but, little bit different than the... I read a... I read a review. The original Dalton just on absentee. Absentee. absentee I think he, I think he popped up off. every once in a well, while. Wait, but. I'm pretty sure they call him Uncle Donald. Also, right? The yeah. the, the the three boys don't have a dad or a mom. It's a yes. you know, classic Disney um, right child relationships. So um, I read a thing about this the newer series comparing it to Doctor Who, a show I've never seen. Um, and I was like, oh, instead of having to watch 85 seasons of Doctor Who. I'll just watch this new DuckTales. Um, so I got access to all of them and didn't watch a single one of them. But, you know, they're all in my Plex library. So set there. So anyway, um, uh, so to make a long story short, I'm going to get rid of the real Ghostbusters because as real we all know, gone. I'm a uh, 1979 OG Ghostbusters fan uh, from ABC. I love it. CBS. Well, sorry, 1975 CBS. He got the date wrong and he got the network wrong. Par for the course. Par mm. for the course. Mm. Well, that leaves our group decision. Oh. And you can tell by the the oh, initial sorry. list that I gave you. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Sorry, Ghostbusters. You're out. Ghostbusters, gone. Adam ain't afraid no ghost. He just doesn't want him here. Or I am afraid of ghosts. And I yeah, don't maybe, see he's, maybe he's scared of ghosts. I don't know. Um, so you can tell by the original three lists for each of us that there are 
there are some big name cartoons missing. So I figured we could go through these together and send one packing. Uh, of course, you cannot have a, a, a commentary about 80s cartoons without He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Probably okay. the, the original licensed cartoon that sort of kicked off the toy line meets cartoon meets yep. brainwashing of children. Yep. Um, and He-Man certainly to this day, I mean, there's there's currently two He-Man cartoons going on Netflix right now. He-Man. Um, He-Man. Or He's uh, he's Man. He's Man. That's Thank the you. plural of, yeah. One of them should have been called Tila, the series. <laughs> <laughs> Not our second, He-Man. Our Ooh. second is a real American hero. We're talking G.I. Joe. Hmm. Um, Again, another license that's still kicking around, not maybe to the quite to the level of He-Man. And then our final pick is going to be Transformers, which is probably the biggest property of them all. I mean, the the toy aisles are full of these transforming robots. There's a number of cartoons uh, out there, more coming. But we're talking about the original 1984, 85. And... Uh, same with GI Joe. That's eighty four, eighty five. May actually may have started in eighty three, and He Man, I believe, was syndicated in eighty three and went for a couple of years. So uh, this is a tough decision. In it, it is Go tough ahead, because because uh, viewing it through the lens of adulthood, they are all terrible. Mm. <laughs> They're not great. They're right? bad. They're just yeah. bad shows. Uh, I guess you could make that case about any of these shows we've talked about for the most part, but. Uh, they're really not good. I mean, I can understand watching them with, with nostalgia, maybe, but I've tried and not found any of them enjoyable in any sense. So, right. But that's not necessarily what we're judging it on. Right. We're making a tough decision to boot one from existence. We will never have known right. that it was even around. I'm assuming that's the fate, right? Yeah, it's we literally have wipe, we wipe it from the collective knowledge of the world, and that's that. Okay, Adam, what's, uh, do you agree with Jared in the sense of they're all bad? Yeah. Yeah. They're all, all bad. Impossi- all I impossible it, to watch. I bet if you watch them, there's a lot of problematic stuff. Um, Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, and yes, you know, like you Megatron can go back famously and, a gay basher. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can, uh, it's like, if we're just talking about the cartoons, you can go back and look at the bad very bad uh, quality of Transformers, you know, mm-hmm. uh, especially that season one. It was um, just not done well and color, color or whatever, palette swapping and yeah, colors were added on a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, you know, the stories, I don't know if they're interesting. Um, I mean, okay, that one G.I. Joe episode where uh, Shipwreck wakes up and he's like in a, he's a little, he's, he's, he's like small and he's in a giant land he's like turned into a toy or something <laughs> that one that one had a good story um right but other than that yeah not not so much he-man he-man's probably the worst if we're just talking about the original series like the you know it was made to sell toys right. uh, you know it's mm-hmm. like if you want to look at it from that perspective it was uh you know the most cynical of, of all yeah. of them I don't know if that matters, but uh, that that sticks out to me. I mean, one thing I'll I'll say if this this exercise is the thing never existed, you know, like we're going back and, and I don't know, erasing I just it. Made that up. Well, I, I think I like that, but then yeah. that means <laughs> Adam loves that hard okay, line right there. We, we've already erased Mask from history. Mm-hmm, if we also erase Transformers, 
are there no transforming toys? Like we got rid of the two big, you know, transforming toy shows. That seems like something we shouldn't do. Yeah. Um, Like we have a responsibility to the timeline. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Oh, no. Wait. Wait, guys. We're okay. GoBots. GoBots would still exist, I guess. Oh, boy. Yeah. Or GoBots wouldn't exist because they wouldn't have Transformers to rip off. Correct. So maybe GoBots GoBots doesn't exist. probably would not have happened. Even even though in America, GoBots came first. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's true. Um, (laughs) It's confusing. (laughs) So... That, that makes it hard for me. I, okay. it's, I think I think I know my answer, but uh, I'll let yeah. you guys. Have and I know. think I, th- I think as we as I look at that list, we've got two properties, GI Joe and Transformers, that sort of are cut from the same cloth. They're Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both had Marvel comic book adaptations. They were advertised on TV using you know animation that was similar to the cartoons. I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of synergy going on. And He-Man sort of existed on its own. It was a Conan, Conan the Barbarian ripoff in a lot of ways. Um, Adam talked about the the quality of these shows. And yeah, Transformers had problems, but it seemed like every single He-Man episode used the same four or five different animation sequences to show, you know, He-Man jumps from a tall cliff and falls and stands up. He punches the screen. Yep. You know, he might swing the sword the same way. I mean, it literally was reused after reused animation. Don't forget the the end of every episode where, where they, they ha- like freeze framed laughed. Yeah. Ah. I mean, it was like sitcom tro- yep. sitcom tropes in animation form. It was crazy. Um and if you were to look around in my office right now, you would see a lot of GI Joe toys. You would see a lot of Transformers toys but you would not see one He-Man figure. Take that for what it's worth. I've got my pick. I think I've narrowed it down as well. For me, Transformers is a lock, but just simply because I have specific memories of seeing Transformers cartoon episodes and then talking about them with my friend Mickey uh, at school. We need to get Mickey on the show. I don't know where Mickey is. <laughs> I've tried to I've tried to track him down, but I, I don't. I don't know where he is these days. This He's was like, probably you know, in Cybertron. Elementary school days. <laughs> um, and yeah, you look back at the show now through adult eyes, it's terrible. Um, but it, back, you know, just as a kid, yeah. it was incredible. Like when the Dinobots the, showed up. My God, yeah. this is amazing. There's dinosaur the, robots. This the is, Aerobots, Jared. All these the things Constructicons. Were, were fantastic. And I could never the, afford most of the things I had. Yeah. Definitely had Transformers toys, but yeah. most of them were economical versions. Jared had one Constructicon, and he just pretended like he could turn it. <laughs> it was like he just turned into a leg and walk around. I had none he had the of, t- he had none the, of the combiners. I didn't have any combiners <laughs> at all. Um, and I and like you, Shane, too. I have had a lot of GI Joe toys. Yeah, and I still have some in a box somewhere, like originals uh, and some re- remakes too. But <sighs> no He Man toys. Never bought a He Man no, he- toy. Yeah, mm. I only owned He Man back when it came out, and that was it. Never another toy. I, thought, Never I always thought they were kind of ridiculous looking too. Yeah, but I did watch the show for the yeah. most part. Well, He Man was the first. So yeah. before GI Joe, before Transformers, He Man was the cool show. I mean, that's when when the the Reagan administration sort of lifted the lifted the guidelines in terms of what needs to be educational and what needs to be for entertainment and. For a good six years, toy companies had their way, but He-Man was the first, for sure. Well, 
I'm going to start it off by saying He-Man is my pick to hit the road. Adam, we're going to go to you next. The toy argument, I just remembered there was a He-Man where you'd put one of those, like, uh, you know, like pop cap, uh, one of those guns, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but you'd put one of those little circle ones in the mm-hmm. back of him, and when he, like, spin to do a swing, it would pop one of them. And I could never get it to work. So my I'm brain says. About- my brain says that's Thunder Punch He-Man. That's okay. what my well, brain says. Oh, because, sounds about right. Because my Thunder Punch He-Man never worked, I say, you're out of here, He-Man. He-Man is gone. Jared, can we do a clean sweep? It's a clean sweep. He-Man's out. Clean Sorry. Sweep. He-Man is out. <laughs> Muscle Man gone. Easy. Wow. Sorry, He-Man. Yeah. yeah. That was a surprising sweep. I figured there'd be some dissension in the ranks. but Are you guys... Uh, are you guys concerned at all that we picked the the one show with the most amount of near male nudity? Is that saying something does, about us? It does say something. I'm just not sure what it is. Okay. Okay. One last bonus round. We're gonna. I know the show's running long, but I think we have to do this in honor of 311. <laughs> we're picking. We're going three 311 songs. Let's start with all mixed up. Okay. Down and amber. Amber is the color of your energy. I don't. I don't want any debate. I just want to go around the room because, I mean, they're all classics. Let's face it. Which one goes? Which which two do you stay? Adam, we'll start with you. Uh, down. Uh, down. Down is, goes. The other two. Yeah, stays. Down goes. Jared, what do you say? Down is a fantastic song. Amber, <laughs> in the color of your energy, is, is all right. <laughs> all mixed up. I, I'm hearing it in my head, and I already hate myself for hearing it in my head. So get out of here. <laughs> All mixed up. Um, you know, I, back in the day, I liked Amber. I liked the slow vibe that did not seem typical of 311. So I'm going to keep that one. So it goes down to probably their two most classic songs, All Mixed Up and Down. I like sort of the aggressiveness of Down, and I'm going to get rid of All Mixed Up because it was weird, and it needs to hit the road. So All Mixed Up. I was going to say something clever, like all gone out. Uh Oh, there it is. <laughs> this is costing us $10,000. Cutting it Patreon. off before uh, the YouTube version gets uh, wow. a copyright strike. Can't have All that. mixed up is gone. Now um, let's do Jamiroquai. Yeah. You got to love that. And then Amber, just give us two seconds of that. I don't got to love that, Jared. Do, 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 do. Just puts you in a mood, doesn't it? It, does really- it could be a... a- a Maroon 5 song. You know, it might be. Uh, or a Rob Thomas featuring uh, uh, Santana. Or Santana one, featuring Rob Thomas. Sorry. That's one of the biggest songs ever. I know. Ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not commenting on quality. I'm just saying it's one of the biggest songs ever. Well, this is Scopey's Choice is something I can absolutely bring back, and I just might. Uh, this has been very, very exciting. Jared and Adam, thank you for participating. You're welcome. Listeners, thank you for putting up with us. I mean, if we got it wrong, we... let us know. Comments at thescopeshow.com. Comments at thescopeshow.com. If you don't care about cartoons, uh, you'll like the next episode. That's all I've got to say. Let's, let's take a break. We'll be back with coming soon. And uh, Adam's time to shine right after this. There's more of the scope dead ahead. Under the scope. Yes, indeed, under the scope. And for all of your pop culture needs, here's coming soon. Adam, Hmm. you're researched, you're ready. What is coming soon next week? 
All right. So this is coming out, uh, and today is the 14th, when you're all listening to this, obviously, on the, the first day. Now, last week, The Atom Project came out. That was a movie uh, that, that came out. It's got my name in it. So, Is it your life story? Uh, yeah. This is yeah. a movie that was in development hell for uh, mm. a long time. Um, it's the story of how your wife took you on uh, and tried to shape you into the man that you would become. Yes. Uh, here's the premise. After accidentally oh, crash landing <laughs> in 2022, time-traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self on a mission to save the future. Okay, I love this movie already. I've never heard of it, but time-traveling and teaming up with yourself, nothing yeah. could go wrong, right? You're not, <laughs> nothing could go wrong, and it's just going to be a fun hootenanny. As long as they don't have time cop rules and you can high-five yourself, you're, you're fine. Well, you know, I'm a stickler for very clear and concrete time travel rules, so it would have to establish that very early in the movie and then stick mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. So that was last week. This week, we've got Cheaper by the Dozen on Disney+. Plus. So there's that. I feel like that uh, movie's been out a million times. What <laughs> Is this like a remake? I don't know. Probably. Okay. Um, there's a movie called... This is like... Everyone's like, hey, uh, you can start releasing movies again. Um, week. That's this week. Uh, the Outfit, which is, I don't know, a movie that looks like it's something because it has an interesting cover, but I've never heard of it. Uh, Deep Water, um, which is that Ben Affleck movie. Um, but they are, I don't know. It's a husband and wife that hate each other and they keep mm. on doing bad things to each other. You, you and I can relate to that, Adam. Hello. My wife. <laughs> My wife. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of it. That's it. It's kind of a, a, a slow week. I mean, everyone's trying to get out of the way of uh, Turning Red, uh, the Pixar right. movie from last week, too. It's going to be interesting because I think all these movies that were filmed, like it's going to be like three people. And then every all the other people to make big crowd scenes will be like computer animated or or, the, or the, everyone's like standing out in a park. That's an yeah. entire movie. We're just out in a park and we're spread out. Um, <laughs> we watched a, a Bruce Willis movie at, at my friend uh, Bad Movie uh, Hudson Gathering. Hawk. Was it Hudson Hawk? And uh, they uh, there's this is there's a movie where he interacts with no one. There, like no actual scenes were filmed with him and anyone else, um, and they they don't really try to hide it that much. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so Adam has this robust life outside of the scope. No, I don't. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Alpha Jared, months of just Jared, waiting. Jared shook his head, by the way, when I said that. Um, so music, uh, new it. album oh, wait, from uh, uh, recent Saturday Night Live visitor Charlie XCX. Mm. Um, Cypress Hill has a new album coming out. Ooh, We've all been waiting jump, on that. Okay, I've been waiting so, to jump around it some more. And there you go. Uh, so, it's actually I mean, House of Pain. I'm sorry, I got it wrong. <laughs> I'm insane. Jared. I'm insane in the membrane, insane in the brain. <laughs> so, a lot uh, of problems uh, with what Jared just did right there. A, a similar uh, time frame: uh, Sonic Youth and Stabbing Westward also have albums coming out. Mm. Um, so Weezer, the '90s are back, baby! Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Weezer has. So Weezer's said, or Rivers Cuomo said, we're going to have four albums this year what? called Seasons. Okay. Um, and it'll be coming out on the first day of each season or something like that. So March 20th, there's supposed to be a Weezer album. No one knows anything about it other hmm. than that's what Rivers. It's just going to drop on the first day of spring. It, it, I, I guess. Okay. Usually well, like release out. some some songs ahead of time. Yeah. Stuff like that. You know, Give singles, us a up. as it were. That's not how it works anymore. You just drop it on Spotify and people listen. That's true. Um, let's see. And then video games. 
Uh, Elden Ring came out, um, mm-hmm. you know, a couple weeks ago. That's kind of the big one. Um, GTA Five is getting its next gen uh, release mm-hmm. uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS Five, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox Series X and S. Um, that's the big one this week. Some anime games that I can't know, understand the name of, and then a bunch of just random uh, WWE Two K Twenty Two. People like those. Right. WWE I get it. Games every year reason. I get it. Every year. <laughs> Jared's going to be outside of GameStop very soon waiting, queuing the, up, as they say. It's one of the games I buy every year and never play. Um, strange. One game I would just throw money away. Um, coming out at the end of this week, I'll just mention, uh, okay. is Stranger of Paradise, colon, Final Fantasy Origin, which is a Final Fantasy game in the From Software, the the uh, Demons, De- uh, Souls, uh, Dark Souls Elden Ring people, um, but with Final Fantasy characters. I don't know the. Con- uh, I don't get it. There's a, a free demo with like the first. I don't know thirty levels or something, on on the the stores, so you can check that out if you uh, hmm. if you want. It's good to know. Yeah, that comes out that- like on Friday, I think. Nice, and that's it. Mm. You've he's covered everything. Well, quite a robust list. Jared, uh, you said you're comfortable going to see movies, so this is your chance, dude. I want to see the Batman. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Have you seen that, Adam? It's been a, it's been a while. It's been since, you know, the holidays since I've uh, stress-tested the bladder, so the Batman <laughs> seems like the right one to jump right. back in on. Yeah, well, I haven't take... been uh, in a theater since a uh, uh, movie of the pandemic, um, Fast 9. Yeah, yeah I mean, so that it keeps on giving, doesn't it? Well, fantastic. Thank you for that. Uh, Jared, let's wrap it up and wrap up the show. Under the scope. Funky Town. Here we are. Folks, it's the end of the show. It's the time when we read your comments, your critiques, your concerns. But we haven't had any since the holidays, right. so... People will be giving us tips on mistletoe and uh, candy canes. and We've given you a lot to talk about and a lot to think about in this episode. From We have. Where are we at with COVID? Are we done with it? Is it still going? Will it rear its ugly head again? Don't know. To which of these old cartoons should be excised from the collective history? Those two alone. Plus, you know, world events. And whether or not you should support the show patreon.com these are all questions that you can answer and only you can answer and you can send those answers to comments at the scope show or you can call the voicemail line at 612 scope that is 612-217-2673 i know i know it's a tough time for phone calls people don't like to make phone calls anymore i think you can text message it too honestly you can it's a it's a google voice number it'll accept text so if you feel like you want to text your comments to us 612-217-2673 that's an option. I've never even mentioned that until now, but you can do it. Do it. It's like the future. Yeah. Yeah. We're also out on uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter. Those links are at our website, thescopeshow.com. Not doing a lot of active posting on either one of those, though. Uh, the episodes go out and they get auto posted there, but uh, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so mellow. So I mellow. Know put a lot of energy into this show talking about cartoons if you want to watch the show we have a youtube channel it is yeah. also 
That link is on the scopeshow.com. Or you can probably find the Scope Podcast in YouTube. Maybe you'll find it. I don't know. I haven't searched for, searched for it in a while. Some of you like to watch the episodes. so Or just listen to the YouTube that's an option too. I think a lot of podcasts are just on YouTube now because of the discoverability and the fact that it's just easy for people to play. So we do the same. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash the scope show. Get those pledges in now. Operators are standing by. Or if you want to shop at Amazon, we have a link, uh, the scope show.com slash Amazon. There's a link there. You click on it. Something happens. Can't say if you're supporting the show or not, but there might be some affiliate stuff going on. You know how that works, right? You're, right. You're savvy. You're savvy people. That's all. Shane, back to you. Fantastic. Well, it is nice to be back, gentlemen. It's been a long time. I am happy to ring in 2022. COVID's over, so party on, boys. As you can tell, because we're all in the same room. Party on. One of these days, I'm coming over to your house to record, Jared. That is I know. Just I got to figure out, like... I've said before, like, I, I got to figure out the, the logistics of the space now, now that it's been repurposed into other things. Get it we'll, figured We'll figure out. it out. We'll figure All it out. All right. Well, let's wrap this sucker up. So for uh, Jared and Adam, I am Shane. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with one week with another episode of The Scope. Until then, bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying, Auf Wiedersehen. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. Boom.